Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Sammy. And Sammy, and welcome to Transform, your safe space to form the best version of you. There are going to be a lot of laughs, (laughs) and oh boy, a lot of tears. But we are so grateful to be alongside you in your journey to transform. Ooh, here we go. Let's do it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Transform and happy Valentine's Day. I feel like Valentine's Day this year of all years feels so rooted in self-love. We hope you're doing something for yourself today and just giving yourself all the self love. We're so excited to be doing our very first Dear Sammy's episode. Sammy and I just love hearing back from you saying that you feel like you're just listening to your best friends talking about life. And honestly, it's the best compliment to receive. That's exactly our intention with Transform. And we are so excited that you guys are feeling that. So with Dear Sammy's, that intention is even more clear and that we really just want to hear from you. We want to support you as your friends in whatever you're going through. So if you didn't see on Instagram, you can actually send us a voice memo. We're going to play them and then answer them as we would as your best friends. So here we go. First year Sammy's. Let's do it. We're so excited about this new series. So our first friend is Madison, which just side note, you do not have to say your name. You can remain anonymous for our future dear Sammy's, but we absolutely love also seeing our friend's name. So let's hear from the beautiful Madison. Hello, Sammy's. My name is Madison Ciccone and I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. And what I'm super curious about is how y'all deal with comparison. I think social media is one of the most beautiful forms of being in constant contact with community and our friends and our family and all the things. And I also feel like it can sometimes be this computer in our back pocket that shows us maybe all the ways we're not adding up or our business doesn't look like so-and-so's or whatever thoughts are swirling in our head. And so what I'm the most curious about is your perspective on that and any tips and tricks you have that you personally use to help you when you start to compare yourself or you find yourself in that spiral? Mm, Such a good start and question. I could not love this question more because it is a constant 
practice that I myself am in of the comparison journey. So thank you for your heart in that question and the realness that I think a lot of us can relate to. I would say for myself, when I go into my days, when I go into social media specifically, it really is this awareness of myself of where am I pouring energy into? We only have a certain amount of energy every day. And if I see myself pouring energy into why is she prettier? Why does she have that? Why does this person get to be in that place? And when I see that comparison start to come through, first off, it means that I think I'm lacking anything, which is so false. We are exactly full and whole right where we are meant to be. And I also think it's energy that is being used towards someone else that can absolutely use to actually give myself more love. And so I think having that moment of observance of not judging, it's such a human nature that we are in, but instead really allowing that energy to come back to us and understanding we are exactly where we need to be. We have no idea what that person has gone through, what has gotten them to that place where their dreams are, their purposes are, where their downloads have been sent to them, where their intuition's at in their life. And so the more that we allow all of those layers and those depths to be heard for someone else, we can then give that back to ourselves and understand, Mm. I am so here in this moment right now, and this is exactly where I'm meant to be. And then I'm gonna look at a lot of those things as actually inspiration, as, ooh, I am really excited to dive into that person speaking in front of people, because that's actually something that ignites something in me. So starting this conversation of where is my energy going? Let me give that energy back to myself. And remembering you are fully complete, whole, and exactly where you are meant to be. And lastly, we have no idea the journeys of others and what they are going through. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, comparison is just so self-destructive, but it's so human and so natural. I always come back to this thought that every second I am wanting to be more like someone else or wishing I was someone else is a second I'm wasting my own worth and self. So really always come back to finding what is getting you going, using that as inspiration and channeling that and creating your dream life. Mm, I love that. Thank you, Madison. Who's our next friend? Okay, let's see. Hi, Sammy and Sammy. I am so excited that you guys have now offered this feature. I just love everything about you guys. I've been following you. Do your guys' workouts daily on form and it just couldn't be better. And um, one of the questions that I had um, following your guys' journey is, how were you guys able to transform your body self-confidence? It's something that I do continuously struggle in and I want to transform that for myself. And if you could offer any advice individually and just moving forward to your audience that I can definitely take in for myself. Um, I appreciate you guys offering this space and I just look forward to everything that is to come. Thank you. Oh my girl, body self-confidence. This is something we could honestly do a full podcast topic on. So let us know if you want more. When I think about body self-confidence, I think so much about self-love and true acceptance and really focusing on what I love about my body. 
I think that we all have things that we're working on. That's just normal and human. Let's normalize that. But rather than focusing all of our energy on that, let's focus on what we love already. For me, I love my smile, not just for what it does for me, but what I know it can offer others. I've been loving my upper body days. I'm such an upper body girly these days, watching my arms grow and get stronger and really understanding that your self-worth is also just not fully in your appearance. Your self-worth is all of you. Your appearance is just a part of you. But really that body self-confidence for me came when I actually treated my body like a home. I think for so long, and for those of you who don't know about my journey of having such extreme weight loss, I treated my body as if it was like someone's rental car. Like I didn't treat it like it was my home. I didn't have that ownership of it. Where now that I do, oh my gosh, I treat it with so much love and care. And I have so much confidence within it because of all the work that I do for it and all the love that I pour into it. I think there's also these little fun things, like even after my weight loss journey, going shopping and finding clothes that I felt confident in. We always say like a cute workout set is the key to having a great day. Putting on something that makes you feel confident can do the trick. Compliment yourself, compliment others, receive those compliments. I think at the end of the day, my last thoughts on body self-confidence, if you can't be confident because we all have those days, at least be neutral don't be negative. So if you're having one of those days where you're not just oozing confidence, we have all been there. We can all relate, but don't go the opposite 180 route where you're now having negative self-talk. At least just stay in neutral. Magic. I love that one. All right. (laughs) Our next beautiful friend is Alexa. Here we go. Hi, Sammies. My name is Alexa. I first just wanted to thank you both for being so open, honest, and transparent on Transform. It has truly changed my life, and I love you both so, so much. I have a question for you both. I recently decided to end my five-year relationship. It has been a very difficult process for me. I grew up with my ex. We were best friends since childhood. But unfortunately, circumstances change, events change, people change, people grow. But it's been a very difficult and painful process for me nonetheless. I think for the first time in my life, I am choosing myself. And I have a very natural habit of always putting others before myself. And although I don't think that's a terrible quality, it can be sometimes, especially with something as heavy as this. And so I guess my question for you both is if you could give me any guidance on how I can show up for myself in this process, how I can support myself, how I cannot doubt my decision. It's difficult when you miss someone, but you know it's the right thing, but I'd appreciate any guidance nonetheless. But I love you both so much and thank you. I love these questions so much because they're all so relatable. Like listening to them, they all hit even you and I so deeply. So just want to say that first, when I hear your story and your question, I think going to the fact that this is a process and a journey and accepting all of it with that being said. So accepting all of the journey and with this journey comes a lot of hard emotions And I would encourage you to actually feel them now instead of later on having to feel them because you didn't allow yourself to process them in this time. Emotions like grief, really grieving that you were with this person for five significant years of your life 
and having the emotions of sadness and sorrow and understanding that this person won't be in your life for this time and being grateful for all that they have brought you and also being okay that that brings you a little bit of sadness. I think it's such a real thing for us to be like, I'm moving on and I'll never have to think about them again. And I'm Mm. here for the better. And I think it's really understanding each person bad or good is a significant piece in our story. And the more that we can honor that and support that and accept that and love that, I feel like it allows the journey to be a little bit more processed and beautiful while you're in it rather than later down the road. So I'm excited for you to dive into the emotions that are coming through because they're just so here because you love someone so deeply and that's so okay. And that's so exactly where we're all at. So that would be my number one thing. I think number two is understanding that the intuitive decision that you made was by no mistake. It was sent to you for a reason, for a purpose, and no one actually needs to understand it. You sometimes don't even have to fully understand it now, but really understanding that feeling that you felt and the reason that you've gotten to this place of ending this relationship and feeling that support and trust within you saying, I believe you that this needed to happen in this this time. And then I'm going to let go of control of what's going to be for the future, because the more that we allow our life to actually fall into place rather than trying to control it, that is like the beauty of where we get to be everything we are meant to be. So honestly, I'm excited for you. I know that this is a hard time. And so honor yourself, give yourself that love that this is a hard time and telling your friends and family, like, I know I made the right decision. I can't really even explain some things, but this is what I feel called to do. And I'm going through it and it's sad and there's a lot of feelings and allowing yourself to actually be in it and then be excited for you closing a door that wasn't serving you, which that also means wasn't serving them in the end of the day. Mm, Yeah, Alexa, I'm so proud of you for sharing this with us, for taking this on yourself, because what it means is that you've actually opened up the space for what you deeply desire. That is the beauty of this moment and letting go of what was. I always remind myself that good things fall apart so better things can fall together. And just knowing that that is on its way, I think is such a gift and such a blessing for you in this moment. I think on the piece of like how you can show up for yourself now, I totally agree with Sam. We've all felt that level of grief. Know your toolkit of what you need day in and day out to show up for you, to make you feel your best. And that can look like anything. I know for me, a morning walk is a non-negotiable and then getting in that morning movement. There are certain people that fill my cup and just give me the support when I cannot show up for myself. In our friendships episode, we talk a lot about creating your front row. Really lean on them right now. Find that support system. Know what aspects of your life support you. Lean on them right now and be fine with being a little bit of a mess. It's okay. It's okay to be a little bit of a mess. But thank you, Alexa, for sharing with us. We're so here for you. Our next beautiful caller and friend is Macy. Hello. I love listening to you guys' podcast. It's my new favorite. I guess my main question would just be, what are some practical steps that you 
guys would recommend to someone who has literally tried everything from dieting to tracking macros, keto, working out all the time? What are some steps that you guys recommend that are practical to just help transform your health and to lose weight and to just feel confident in yourself? Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I have been struggling with that a lot. And I feel like I've tried everything and I'm sure that there is so much more to try, but I just don't know what that is. So I would just love to get your ideas on like practical steps that worked for you guys that you would also recommend to others. Oh, Macy, I feel you, girl. (laughs) I've been there or we've all been there, honestly. I think for me, what really worked and what actually changed my life was creating a realistic structure of what I wanted to show up to. So I love that you've listed some of these things that you've tried. I think what happens when we try trends and try what's working for someone else is that we're not actually figuring out what we want for us. So for me, I tried keto too. And my goodness, I mean, we had our moment. I'm grateful for it, but I moved the frick on. (laughs) You need to figure Figure out what works for you. What food do you crave? Really look at all of the options because there's so many modalities and ways to move our body and get that fitness in and the different ways that we can fuel our body with our food. So never look at someone else's blueprint as yours. That's my biggest number one. Bio-individuality is such a real thing. But to simply get started, I think you need to hone in on what you actually love. What is that structure that you want to show up to on the days that you're ready to, but also on the days that you feel like shit and you still want to do something that's going to make you feel your best self. So for me now, I know I need four days of form a week. I love doing one day with my trainer a week. For my food, I absolutely love trying little things at once. I had a lot of shame and guilt about, but really working with my nutritionist to know that everything's on the table, but not everything's worth it. And I think in this trial and error mode, while you're getting started, you're really going to see not even so many more results, but feel so much better day in and day out of showing up for this routine that you're going to set up for yourself. Yes. And even with this beautiful question comes so much compassion. I think the moment that we start to be really critical on ourselves or hard on ourselves or judgmental of why nothing is working, it can be a way that we actually are going backwards because we're not just like moving with what our body's actually trying to tell us like, "Mm, okay, that didn't work, but it worked for her and that's okay. Where are we going to move next? And just continuing to flow with your body and it can feel really defeating sometimes or it can feel like nothing's working, but know that you already calling in right now is, is really you having that conversation of, I want to feel my best and your body's going to respond. You might get a I don't know, an ad after this to exactly what you need to join. Or you might have a, receive a text from a friend that says, hey, I really actually wanted to start this food program, whatever it is, look at the world actually working for you and start to invite that conversation of, like Sammy said, what am I enjoying? What is my body responding to? And how can I kind of go a little bit deeper into that? And the things my body isn't responding to, let me let go and really inviting like small little steps, remembering this is such a journey. And the more that we lean into those really extremes, I think we're putting a lot of pressure and we're not allowing ourselves to actually understand if it's working or if we're making it work. Mm. Okay, our next beautiful friend. 
Hi, Sammies. I had a question about diving into your purpose. There are certain things I really resonate with and I really feel I am called to do in this lifetime. But I feel like I hold myself back sometimes. I don't know if it's a lack of self-worth or imposter syndrome. Um, Just like a feeling of maybe being scared of what you're doing or that it's not going to work. When you guys created Form, I'm sure it started with this purpose or this really, really strong feeling. And how did you guys continue to act on it in the beginning when maybe you were still figuring things out or still trying to create the business? Like, how did you guys really step into that version of your higher self and just trust and surrender that everything would work, even if you weren't seeing it work right away and kind of like getting past those imposter feelings? I think that made sense. (laughs) You guys have just created such a beautiful and inspiring community and business. And I was just wondering if at the start, how did you keep up that consistency and keep pushing and knowing what you were doing was your purpose and just like fully diving into that with fully trusting yourself? Mm. I have a a thought and I know you have plenty too, because this is such a beautiful subject. For me, what hits me so hard and why I held back from following my purpose at many times in my life, me standing in my own way and having these limiting beliefs was the fear of being wrong. So it was the fear if I stepped into something that I would fail, it would go wrong, it wouldn't look right, people wouldn't approve, they wouldn't understand. And that felt more scary to me than actually just taking the leap of faith and jumping in. So for me, I would encourage you to allow those thoughts to actually encourage you that you're on the verge of greatness and you're on the verge of something that is absolutely instilled in your heart for a reason. These things do not come to us to just be a little thought, they actually come to our intuition because they are meant to be put into play and into this world. And you are the specific person that is meant to do it. So it's almost like you're holding your hand and you're saying, we're going to do it. And it's going to be a little bit of a crazy ride. We're going to grow a lot because we're going to have outside noise. We're going to have people that will never step into their purpose because it is too scary being the biggest voices of judgment. And so I think having that front row, that team that we're talking to, to support you in saying, I'm going to jump in two feet because this is a calling. I don't know what it's going to look like. It doesn't need to look right or wrong because who even knows what that is. And just continuing to follow your passion, your intuition of exactly what's been placed on your heart. Mm, Yeah. There's no mistake when you're receiving something as such purpose for you. And once you start living your life with purpose and on purpose, there's no turning back. I really heard some hesitancy in that, you know, there is room for it to not maybe go right. But I would also say if you're doing anything in life that doesn't make you nervous, you need to go bigger. And if you're just doing what's comfortable, that's actually not what's worth it. And you are capable of so much, you're never going to know until you try. And we've got you. Honestly, like it's really inspiring to look around and see a lot of badass female entrepreneurs going out there and creating these amazing businesses. There's room for everyone. And if you have a calling to create, you cannot ignore that. Mm, I'm excited to support you. Yeah, tell us what it is. We want to know more. (laughs) Yes. 
Okay, our next beautiful friend. Here we go. Hi, Sammies. My question is around how you continue to uh, take care of yourself and focus on wellness, especially during periods of high anxiety or of high stress. Sometimes when people are going through those periods of high anxiety or stress and when you need to focus on yourself and uh, your wellness the most is when it's the most difficult to. So what are some tools and techniques that you use to, to make sure you continue to do so? Thanks so much. Mm, I love this question. It hits my heart so deep because I think about my grieving journey and losing my mom. And for anyone who's lost a parent, a loved one, a friend, we can all relate in this. When you are going through periods of sadness, really deep, dark holes that are stressful, you're upset, whatever you may be going through, you show up for yourself in a way that makes you stronger. And what I'm so grateful for is that I've created my toolkit of what I know I need to live my best days. And when grieving my mom, I leaned on that toolkit more than I have ever in, in my entire life. And I honestly have kind of reframed the situation where I knew I was strong but now that I'm doing what I'm choosing to do and choosing myself and supporting myself during the hardest part of my life, I am way stronger than I ever was. So in your hardest moments and in your darkest hours, turn to your toolkit, show up for yourself, and that's where your real strength lies. And also lean on your people. You don't have to show up every day if you can't, but there's other people in your life I know that will show up for you when you can't show up for yourself. And that to me is the recipe to show up for yourself during those periods of high stress when life just keeps throwing curveballs. You don't know how to hang. You just show up. You lean on your toolkit. You lean on your people day in, day out, day by day. I love that because I think we put expectations on ourselves of how we should be handling situations when they come at us and especially situations of high stress that feel so debilitating and overwhelming and we expect ourselves to handle it with ease or not be emotional or not allow to ask for a break or not allow ourselves to need more self-care on that day. And so I would encourage you to let all of the walls down of what it should look like during stressful times. And you really invite in what would a friend or a family member or a loved one, if I was looking at them and seeing the high stress they were going through, what would they need during this time? And let me give that to myself. And your yourself is going to thank you so much. It's It's this moment in time that you want to actually go through those things and process them rather than if we continue being in the pattern of, I can't go through this. I can't feel this. I can't go through high stress. And we don't actually welcome it in and love it and give it the tools. It's just going to show up later in so many different ways. So yourself is so excited for you to say, Hey, you're recognizing we're in high stress. I am so grateful. Now let's go to our toolkit and our people and ourselves to understand what is actually best for me in this moment. Okay. Next. Next. This is so fun. Okay. Next one, we have the beautiful Simone. 
Hi, my name is Simone. And my question really is, how do you make tangible friendships when you're in your late 20s, early 30s? And so context, I recently moved from Toronto, Canada to Princeton, New Jersey, and left essentially behind my friends. I moved with my husband, actually, because he teaches at Princeton U. And it's just been like, I've been here for a year and I am someone who really enjoys my own company, but I am getting to a place where I miss those friendships and I can't always travel to Toronto to hang out with my friends. So I'd love to know, especially from one of the Sammies who moved to Texas, how did you do it? Like, are you actually going to, I don't know, like book clubs? Are you actually... Like, like, how do you meet people that are similar to you and how do you build those friendships, especially when you're older? Mm, I love this topic. I hope you listen to our friendships episode where we, I mean, we honestly could do a part two, three, four, five on friendships. We love it so much. I think my brain's going to two places. One, that your friendships in Toronto are still there for you and you can still engage with them in such a special way virtually. I've moved around so much in my life and I still have best friends from when I was literally a toddler. And I think it's because of the power of communication and the power of something like social media too. It's such a beautiful way for us to stay so connected. But on the other front of making new friends, Sammy and I love to talk about girl flirting. It's a big thing. We love it. It's really just as simple as hyping girls up and making friends. And, you know, I'm married. She's engaged. We can't flirt with boys. We might as well flirt with girls. (laughs) But truly slide in someone's DMs. If you see someone's wearing a cute sweater, compliment their sweater, ask them where they got it from. And then in terms of the places that you go to meet your people, I love workout classes for that reason. I love going on group walks for that reason. I love leaning on my anchors in my new city to introduce me to people with intention too. But also with that said, you're going to be meeting a lot of new people. So also understanding who actually is the type of friend that you're looking for, who's actually someone you want to pour into their cup and who's going to pour it right back into yours and not just thinking that you need to be best friends with everyone. What an exciting time to have kind of this fresh energy of getting to make new friends too. You have your beautiful friends. I don't even want to call them old friends because they're still a part of your life, but it is this really awesome time to enter into a new place. And I know even talking to Sammy, she was like, I'm really craving other couples as friendships. And it was something she intentionally really thought about. So I would encourage you to think about the friends you do want in this season that you are in. You are married, you you have your husband, you guys are in this new setting. What kind of friends would be the fruit of making your New Jersey move so incredible and really visualize them, understand them, start to love on them, start to already picture them in your life and watch them actually start to come through at the coffee shop. When you give that compliment, she's going to turn around and she's going to be exactly who you already visualized you needed in your life. So I'm so excited for you in this next chapter of your life and girlfriends. Yes. Girl flirt. Girl flirt. We probably totally have a 
full WhatsApp group for you to inform. We have city groups. So for anyone listening, if you're looking to make new friends in your city, go to the form Instagram or website. We have all of our WhatsApp city groups linked and you can join in and ask people to go for a coffee, do a walk, do a form workout. It's an amazing way to connect. And I've made so many of my Austin friends through our Austin group. Because they're really excited to meet people too. When you enter into a group, everyone's kind of in the same mindset of being really open to friends. So kind of the butterflies leave because you already know everyone's really excited to make new friends too. So yeah, dive in there. For our last friend calling in, let's hear what she has to say. Hi, Semis. This is Valentina from Italy. And first of all, let me thank you for everything you do with form, with the podcast, with the YouTube channel. I love them all. Um, my question is about uh, listening to your body, um, not only um, linked to um, nutrition, like you often say, um, listen to your body, what it needs and so on. But I mean, in general, uh, 360 degrees. I mean, when you when you have to make a choice or when you don't know which direction you have to go, how exactly am I supposed to listen to your body? What should I do? How does it work? If you can just dive deeper a little bit into this matter, uh, I would really, really appreciate it. Thank you very much and ciao, ciao. Okay. She's the cutest. Ciao, ciao. I'm obsessed. Ciao, ciao. I'm obsessed. Stealing. Valentina, what a incredible question. And one that I feel like has been such a gift in my life to continue practicing. And what I will say is the beautiful thing is you have that intuition inside of you already. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to be anything you were born with this intuitive side to know what is best for you, what your purpose is, all of these different moments that have already been calling on your heart. So you've already been doing it. And now is the beautiful time to be even more powerful where you're so aware of it. And so I think I would take some time and reflect on decisions that you have made in your life that you felt so strongly about. And maybe you didn't even understand why, but you're like, I need to go here. I need to do this. And it can be so small and it can be so big. And picture what that feels like in your body. Are you really calm? Are you really alert? Does it feel good in the heart? Where in your body do you feel like you were most in tune when you made that decision? And start to connect that that is your intuition speaking to you and that voice for you speaking to you. And then this is the fun part where you get to actually start to implement it into your days with zero right or wrong. Remember, there is no right or wrong in all of this. You're just starting that conversation. So for example, when you go to invite this nutrition side in for you and you're, and you're listening to your body, when you go to the fridge, see what your soul wants first right away. If it's like, Ooh, those carrots look good said maybe no one, but I love carrots. <laughs> but say you open the fridge and your soul's like, ooh, those carrots look good. Instead of second guessing, should I have the carrots? Well, I don't know, maybe I'll do this. I want you just to go for the carrots and start to just build that muscle of, hey, I trust that inner voice, that deep inner voice that had that calling of, I want you to go for that thing. 
I want you to understand that I'm saying I'm full. And instead of questioning it, I just want you to ride the wave with it. And it's okay again, if later it felt like it wasn't the right decision, they're all a part of the journey and they're all guiding you in the right direction. Sometimes we feel like they're not, but we're not the driver always in the seat. So I would encourage you to start that exercise of just what initially instinct did myself want me to do? Mm, I love that advice. I honestly needed that advice today. So thank you, Sam. Guys, this was so fun. Our first ever Dear Sammies. There's going to be so many more to come. We will always post the link to share your voice memos with us. Thank you for just being a part of this one today. We love you all. Happy Valentine's Day. We love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. You listening to this episode is you saying yes to creating the dream life you absolutely deserve. As always, we want to hear from you all about what you want to hear next. Definitely let us know on Instagram at Sammy Clark and at Sammy Spalter. And if you want to follow us for more updates, follow at Transform. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.